Hello and welcome to Eyewitness Beauty, the podcast where we talk about the biggest stories in the beauty industry each week. I am still Nick Axelrod Welk, still joined by Diamond Creek Bomb, who is sipping on iced coffee as if she's just relaxing, not doing a podcast. Well, you know me. I'm on permanent retirement mode. <laughs> Stay at home what girlfriend. Oh, must be nice. You know what's crazy? Hmm. And I know that love to hear me say this stuff um one having one kid is sort of like bougie it's like kind of chic you can like tote them around you know like wherever take them to dinner at midnight at horses yeah exactly it's like it's it's all very european we'll cover that in a minute um you know about horses we'll get there we'll go there yeah oh do i know about horses (laughs) having two kids is like having a travel it's like having a traveling circus and it is so much more intense. That is just my PS. How is little Rafiki? Little Rafiki is really great. He's like chunking up. It has. It's like having a preemie baby is a total mind fuck because you know, even though he's been outside of the womb for almost six months, he's like just now sort of turning three months. Still developing. And he's like still really developing. And uh, and it just feels like it's taken him forever, but obviously it hasn't. And he's on, he's on Rafi's own schedule. He's on Rafi time. And I need to just get with that program. It's just daunting. The idea of traveling is daunting. I like can never take a nap ever again. Do we know yet if 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 he's ginger? It seems as though he is veering um veering ginger. We love it. We love it. A little yeah. testaniac. Yeah. I know. I mean, we'll see. It's like I the way I'm looking at it is more of like a Jesse Plemons. Yes. Would you call who him is by the way looking very svelte lately. I don't know if you very svelte. I I miss can the place I feel most at home as you know it's I'm very dialed into the can scene after going once last year mm-hmm. and it's happening now mm-hmm. i i'm very sad i'm not there but i'm keeping up with all the photos on the red carpet and jesse Plemons is looking very he's looking very friday night lights yes he um i saw a tiktok that was surmising that he might be on a, a drug that a lot of hollywood celebrities are on i want, i never want to hear another olympic accusation again i'm so over it that's so like 3 months ago aren't you aren't you I over agree. it by the way are you yes. still on olympic <laughs> um a little uh i'm on a little bit my like i went to the doctor a few weeks ago for like a six-month checkup after he put me on Ozempic. And my A1C is down, like, where it should be. And, like, a lot of my other markers um, are down. So that's really good. Um, Yeah, I'm, like, scared about the post-Ozempic world, just in that it's a a scary world where, like, temptation is always around the corner. But can I ask, why are you scared when we're part of the Aura Gang? So about the Aura Ring... What? Have you not been wearing it? I can't I can't wear <gasps> it anymore. Really? I, mean, I was so excited one, today to one. talk about it because I'm addicted. It's it is truly the in all seriousness, it has changed my fucking life. I'm really? I'm a Okay, well hardcore tell me, aura tell me, tell me. Stan. Um I mean I don't like in the past You're an aura head. What we've been wearing it since February. And my insomnia is cured. I've probably lost ten pounds. I am happier than ever. I got 
my my wife wearing it loves it 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 basically okay. gamifies life and health life mhm that's how, i mean that that's pretty great like here my issue is is thus it i like can't wear i like hate i when i go to bed i take off every single piece of jewelry every single item and article of clothing like i can't have anything on my body and so for a few weeks i was able to you know suffer through the aura ring overnight but it just like got uncomfortable and then like wearing it all day like my um my finger got a little swollen. Oh, so you have a sizing issue. Maybe it's just a sizing issue. But, oh, actually, the big reason that I stopped wearing it um, was I was having to, like, hold Rafi a lot. And it's kind of like a big ring. And I didn't want it. And it was kind of, like, digging into his head. And, like, it was, like, not that comfy when you're having to, like, cradle a head, Ugh, like a baby so head. so soft, those baby heads. You really don't want to dent it with your aura ring. Exactly. So before I would feed him, I would, like, take off the aura ring, and then all of a sudden I was, like, not sleeping with it. You know, it's once you take it off once. Make him wear a helmet so you can wear your aura ring. Well, maybe I'll get, maybe, I mean, now that I've heard this about your experience, maybe I should just get back into it. Here's my one complaint about the aura ring. Well, I'm on my I'm on my physical um my my goal. You set different goals. If you're an aura user, you know this. Um, I'm on my like fitness goal. Like I want to I want to improve my athletic performance. Is how they say it. Um, and okay, I've just I've been sleeping so well, and I've been hitting all my goals every day that I went last week up to the country to the country home to spend the week there just to detox. Mm -hmm. And I was ready to relax, but suddenly my aura ring was like, no, bitch. Instead of 300 calories... Time to get up you're gonna and move. Get 600 calories is your goal today. And I was like, no, how am I going to do this? And so I've been working out and pushing myself, but at the same time, my aura ring is saying, you need to have a rest day. But it never, it never prompts me to have a rest day. So I'm supposed to choose then to not meet my goal that day. Mm. I can't do that. I think yeah. I, I'm developing a really problematic relationship with my aura goal. So here's what I think. I think that you're someone who obviously thrives on like uh, expectations and goal, like daily Winning. goals and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Winning, things mm-hmm. like that. For me, I'm probably like the least competitive person that you've ever met. Like I, I was on my senior year of high school. I was on the lacrosse mm-hmm. team. which is ridiculous. I was a goalie and I would like, if the ball was coming really hard, like at me, I would get out of the way. Yeah, it seems like you need to be pretty competitive to be a goalie from what I've seen. (laughs) I know. I'm like, I don't want to get hurt so that like they don't score. And I think that is like the essence of what you don't, shouldn't feel as a goalie. Anyway, so like that doesn't do it for me. Like I'm all about sort of like self-hatred and self, negative self-talk mm-hmm. to like motivate um so maybe there's like a plug-in for the that's aura so funny you say like, that you're nothing um we have to come up with like another i hate being like my boyfriend my boyfriend that's so obnoxious is it who cares you, you could, say your husband you could say partner like par- love partner. no i mean just mentioning it's it's not the word like it's not partner. the word boyfriend that i hate it's just the girl that's constantly like my boyfriend this my boyfriend that but um, oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. he had a really funny idea to where he was saying they should have um, a scale, um, like you're saying, like a negative reinforcement scale. So it's like you can choose. It'll tell you, are you, 
Yeah, like, like if you're doing well, you want the if you're doing well, you're Chris Hemsworth level. It's like congratulations, you're up here in Chris Hemsworth territory. And then it, it as you scale down, like the worst is like, oh no, today you're like very much in the Harvey Weinstein camp. Like you're like. <laughs> I, th- I feel like also another idea for Aura, if you're listening, would be just to like have different, you know how like Siri can have different voices, you know, like you can have like an Australian and like a man or a woman. Um, I feel like with like Aura, you should also be able to have like different tones that like the goals can take, like the copy, mm. you know, like you can sort of turn it to like turn the dial to different things like a mom you know what i mean like you tried your best and that's all that mm-hmm. matters sweetie or you know like a sassy gay friend like you better, you better like it. sissy that walk yeah. exactly um just okay. an idea anyway we missed so much news and not just beauty news we missed culture news a lot of culture news there was a whole met gala I mean, there was a whole we have a whole new king I'm well, not my king. Hashtag not my the, king. <laughs> I'm shocked that those are the two things that you're mentioning when Scandaval happened. We covered Scandaval. Scandaval's been happening. And by the way, I have, mm. and I we are allowed to talk about Scandaval because there is beauty crossover with Scandaval that I need to complain about. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. So Ariana Maddox. Famously, the mm-hmm. the scorned woman in the Scandal. If you haven't heard, she she's what's the re- recap? She's a character on the reality show Vanderpump Rules, and Tom Sandoval, oh her boyfriend, tried, of years on, cheated on her. But, on, what? <laughs> I tried to explain, like trying to explain, like the importance and significance of Scandaval to someone who's never seen the TV show. Like I was trying, it is impossible. Like I was trying to explain to my mom and I was like, okay, so this like couple was dating for like 10 years. And then it turned out that the guy was cheating on his girlfriend with like their best friend. Mm -hmm. And my mom was like, okay. And I was like, no, no. And it's like crazy. (laughs) And she was like, is it? Yeah, it sounds pretty. Like, I was like, no, no, it's like, it's like global headline mm-hmm, news. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think. Where were you when you found out? Do you remember? Great question. No. I mean, I was trying to, I have a Scandaval text group mm-hmm. and I was asking the chat, like, why, like, can you give me the words to like, or like the comparison for like, why, um, why like this is more than just like someone cheating on their like why why do we care more than if anyone else cheated on anyone else and um i don't i'm not a friends watcher but have you seen this thing that's like like basically the way to explain scandal to someone who's never seen it is like if you know chandler was was like hooking up with rachel rachel or whatever yeah, yeah was hooking up with rachel yeah. like all along or something like that uh-huh uh-huh that's a great, that's a really good comparison. And, and like perfect. under Ross, and like under Ross's nose, yep. yeah. Yep. So my problem is, so obviously Ariana, everybody's on her side. Um, this is not Jen and Angelina where you could choose either no. or. Like you, nobody is on Raquel's side. Well, you, you wouldn't be team Raquel. Well, people were team Angelina, Brangelina. No, no, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you would never be team team. Raquel, not a good look. Though I will say, to be contrarian, I'll I'll support Raquel in all this. Why not? I don't think like listen. I don't think any like the fact that people are like 
you know, making death threats and like that Yelp had to like step in because <laughs> of the negative reviews on Schwartz and Sandy's and was like, like, this is too much. This is like cyberbullying. Like people do need to relax. Yeah, they're doing too much. Number one. But there is there. And I've like always been like, OK, like Raquel's not a villain. She's not like she's not I, I, she's not smart enough to be that evil. But then you watch this one scene in the finale. I think it's a finale episode where she's talking to Ariana, her quote unquote best friend about and, and interrogating her about she and her and Tom's sex life. This is before our this is before the news broke. Correct. Okay. And Ariana, like, and she's like, are you still, like, attracted to him? And, like, and that is, and knowing that they had been, like, fucking for months right. at that yeah, point. Yeah, she was and she trying was to just, dig. just, like, asking yeah. her these questions on camera, thinking she's being so clever, you know, to sort of, like, expose the fact that they weren't having sex or whatever, like, narrative they thought they were going to be able to pull over, pull on, or pull the fast one, what is it? Pull the wool over the producer's eyes. Anyway. All of it just to say that um, I'm going to a viewing party of the reunion tonight, which will be in a, oh, a few wow. days prior. Um, you really when this podcast airs. No, this is it's really part of a your big life. Part of my personality, yeah, it's a it's Scandal has become a big part of my personality. The funny thing is that I don't like really care that much. Okay, so here's here's my problem though. So Ariana's getting all these brand opportunities. I think we covered one last time with what Bloomingdale. She got a like a Bloomingdale revenge dress type thing. The revenge dress. So her big She got Bic or Schick. That's my that's my that's what I'm annoyed about. That's my beauty crossover that I'm gonna complain about. She did this whole like what a reel like a paid ad for like a video for this razor Schick and she she made some big it was her yeah. big hold on ready i shared my truth about yeah. something that's irritating me lately it just feels like every day something was blocking me from living the life i deserve and i can't lie it's been kind of rough life does not have to be that complicated and annoying like we all deserve to know how to deal with these freaking hairs that get stuck in my razor. I hate it. Bye. I hate it. Okay. So this was this was her big. This was her first statement. She had not posted on Instagram. Really, she hadn't like come out from her scorned woman hole with all of her like yeah. gay friends that were bringing her Camel Cools and McDonald's, and she was like in her little healing pod and then this was her big yeah. breakout on social media was this fucking shit sh- sh- like shaving ad that wasn't even very clever I- it just really bothered me as someone that works in you know marketing and i just i hated it i hated yeah. that that's what i mean i she hey, went with. here's what i say i do say make hay while the sun is shining but do it with a prestige brand don't go drugstore i don't think prestige brands are number one as I'm sure you know, it's the drugstore brands that are that generally speaking have the most cash, like in these in like, you know, CPG. You know, it's not like uh what's like that fancy like we the people, like <laughs> gold plated razors is like gonna throw her a hundred K or like probably more to do like an Instagram ad. Like while she's waiting to get the money out of her Valley Village house, she's gotta get some cash. Because the other thing with, like, Vanderpump that I feel very deeply is, like, these people need the show more than anyone has ever needed a reality show. Like, they are literally nothing. None of them are interesting outside of, like, just the 
their side the businesses they have are on not the show. doing <laughs> like give them Lala is not is not like supporting her and you know Stormy's Lala, life. What's her name? Lala so, ocean, ocean Ocean. Lala has um the top podcast, so we got to be careful about a denigrating. Is that the word? Lala. No, we would love. We would love to be on. We Lala's would love podcast. to be on. Lala. Also, my other. I used to love Lala. My and I think this is probably like a played out like a take to have, but. Like her coming down so hard on Raquel about like well what who she thought was like Schwartz like kissing Schwartz when like you have done like you've done this you've cheated you've been the other woman you've done it before like not and again just like why are you so righteous and also like the whole arc with what's what was her ex husband Randall her and did you watch the 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 special the Randall scandal <laughs> no. Randall Emmett, Randall Emmett, yeah, yeah. Um, but like her sort of like outrage and like trauma. I, I, I'm not going to take away her trauma, obviously, but it's like the guy looks like everything that he's been accused of is exactly what he looks like, yeah, <laughs> and acts like seemingly. So to be he looks completely like a blindsided, thumb. yes. So to be completely blindsided that he actually is the way he looks and acts is to me kind of the like, Randall Emmett level is the know, step above the Harvey Weinstein level in the new aura app that we're working on. Yeah. It's like one, it's like a little bit better, a little bit better than Harvey Weinstein, but I don't even think that much better. No, but you're, you know, you're in hot water when you're like in the Randall Emmett territory, you need to get, you need to get up <sighs> yeah. and get some steps in. Speaking of misogyny, Sports Illustrated, and this is uh, this is a joke that we have between us, which is when these legacy brands try to like get really hip and like modern, right? So Sports Illustrated is like not do they're doing a video and it's going to be directed by like a lesbian little person and starring, you know, like what it's like. And I'm not joking about lesbian little people. Are we talking about the swimsuit edition? well, yeah, okay. and I was going to say, and then the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition with Martha Stewart on the cover, Kim Petras on the cover. Love these icons, but the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit issue is delivered to Sports Illustrated subscribers who I would guarantee are not jerking off to Martha Stewart. No, but they are basically dentist office waiting rooms. I mean, truly, who subscribes to Not sports? the sports. I don't. You, you think you go to a dentist that has... Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. No, but in like, the no, room? but you don't just subscribe to the swimsuit issue. You just, you subscribe to all twelve months. Exactly. So well, what, what else do they write about? I just think sports, I just think it's like market. funny. Like it's it's is it not just it's to me it's an eye roll and a chuckle because it's so performative of like we have to like be every you know like we're not we're not sort of like peddling an old version of femininity and like the male gaze and like all the stuff where like the like girls would be like half in the water, half out of the water, like shot by some former surfer model photographer or whatever. Like they're like, no, we have like an 81 year old Martha Stewart, you know, glammed and retouched within an inch of her life, like so that she gave approval in a swimsuit. Yet they like, refuse to have a size four, 27 inch waist, <laughs> petite. <laughs> Like five, exactly. four women that they are the most underrepresented body types. Like that's that's almost like kind of what I mean. I'm just like it's instead of have instead of like truly or sort of like more like authentically coming 
uh, like coming to this sort of like diversity concept. They're like, okay, Kim Petras, like let's make it the most trans pop star. Like, it's, yeah, and it doesn't feel like it's coming from a place of, oh, these are the people that, like, we want to, like, celebrate their, like, bodies about. It just feels like it's more like these are the people who are going to get us headlines, who are going to signal to, like, the world that we are not who we used to be versus, like, if they had, like, exactly, like, five, two curvy models and... You know, five, uh, like six, one, like models that are relatively flat chested, like whatever, like the sort of actual, you know, the not that that these two women don't like represent diverse body types, but it do you know what I mean? It's like, it's it's, the fact that they have like 12 cover models. It's at that point, it's such a non statement. It's like you're just. So yeah. you're just pleasing everyone. It's just press. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's also just like for, it's like, I don't even know, like it's Sports Illustrated Soul Magazine. I don't even know if you can buy it. True. I don't know whether it's just like a digital. I think it's, it's like, just an you Instagram know, account. Like the, the digital, yeah, the digital <laughs> cover star. Um, but all of which is to say too, my like disclaimer to that entire rant is like, I would literally die for Kim Petrus. I would kill myself for Martha Stewart so that she could, if I had to kill myself so that she could live, I would do it. Love these women with all my heart however you know it's like i don't need martha stewart in the victoria's secret show to like think that victoria's secret is like getting with the times you know what i mean i think victoria's secret we we talked about this on an episode i think that we didn't end up airing um and the the alex the alex earl of it all who is a parent who is now well who is now a victoria's secret model so, so Victoria's yes. Secret, yeah, go on their website. So Victoria's Secret is back to back back to basics. They're back to the boob job, fake tan. And I say this with all due respect, because Alex with Earl all due is and love. If, if we've never talked about her on the pod on an episode that has aired, but she is she's an influencer. She's an influencer that came out of nowhere. And she is just the quintessential like girl the moment she has the but, moment but so incredibly basic like this girl lives she she does her little vlogs from her little college bedroom with her little white ikea furniture and do you, i have a question do you need to make her small so that you feel big? yes nick i do <laughs> i do what what? No, it's okay. I just wanted to like. I want. We should. No, I'm just. I'm just telling people. I'm just. I'm just trying to like making her so dominion. No, I, it's not, I'm not. I'm saying like this is clearly what works. I, I, listen, I and I know it. And I know I will never. Uh, okay, stop her. yelling at me. And <laughs> she's just very. It's it's really funny to me because it, it goes completely with everything that we were just talking about being being diverse and doing the most extreme. This girl is is not that. She is. She True. is. Well, so that speaks to this idea that there's like really, and she actually is the moment, right? So it's like she is actually what sort of girls are tuning into, what we are as a society are -hmm. are really celebrating, the people that we're actually giving big brand deals to. She is not the no, she's not the no agency like Dime Square like street cast girl like that girl. That moment is over. Bye bye. It is Alex Earl now. Victoria's Secret. And so we're kind of, as a society, as a culture, we're talking out of both sides of our mouth. We're like, no, no, no. Victoria's Secret is about, you know, like all these like, you know, amazing types of people from all walks of life. But it's really about Alex Earl. It's about Alex Earl. And it's always been about Alex Earl. Well, I mean, I mean, yes. 
But like that, that speaks to much bigger issues that we have in America. And what, by the way, what is going on with Victoria's Secret retail? There used to be uh, like two within a 15 minute radius of my apartment. There's only one Victoria's, I'm pretty sure there's only one Victoria's Secret in Manhattan now. And it is in. So then where do, where do you get your underwear? Well, I never. <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. Um, That's a great question. As everyone knows, it's the Amazon, um, Iris and Lily, um, which I haven't been able to buy. I've literally going through the same 12 pairs that I've had since everybody bought them last time I talked about them on the pod. So, Yep. Um, no. So Alex Earl, I mean, she is, she is our, our culture and our world's like celebration of like whiteness and, and thinness and all the things that she is not, not that it's her quote unquote fault or that she's to blame no, for any of this. Go, go make your money. But it is like, it's she's doing the her Amazon hauls. She's doing her yeah. brand deals. She's doing like, she's going on the tart trips The oh, the tart, we missed the tart trips. That's been the major beauty news. That's yes. Okay. So I think have we hit have we hit oh the coordination, there's a king, who cares? Katy Perry was the only person they could convince to like play the coordination, which felt so random. Like why not have someone British? Anyway, um and I feel like that we covered and that outfit blah, 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 was blah, blah, blah. Uh, Vivian she was dressed by so Vivian bad. the house of Vivian Westwood, uh, may she rest. And my theory, I mean she looked like a strumpet. She did. And I think it was on purpose. I think it was Vivian Westwood's last little fuck you from the grave. Um, the, her little her purple. Her little subversive move. Her little purple like kid skin um, skirt suit um, was about three sizes too small. Katy Perry, lovely woman. This is not a body shame moment for her. It was just the clothing did not work with her body. You could see the line from her Spanx shorts or her skims, likely skims, shorts beneath the suit. Um, it just, she looked rumpled. And then, and, and she did also have, um, I'm just looking at the picture now, it's sort of like a crumpled cellophane flower, which like maybe in person looks really cool and kind of like Margiela-esque. I guess it's probably Vivian Westwood too. Um, also what's interesting is she's wearing full gloves, but she's holding a phone, which means that they must've had to make the gloves with those like finger pads mm-hmm. that are like tech, tech enabled. Good point. Um, but I feel like that's like the real news. We should get into beauty news. So yes, as you said, the tart trips, I think the, the era of like, you know, what is it? Trip in with tart has come to an end. It was a very quick rise and and fall somewhat but the rise was that dubai trip where like influencers were flown in like private club uh influencers were flown on like private cabins on air dubai the, to the influencer the house hotel. that shape tape built tart yep tart um and they were just like the most extravagant trip that like people were captivated uh by on tiktok Long story short, they this has been a part of their brand, I guess, for you know years, but not dissimilar just... from the revolve revolve clothing um, influencer Correct. way of engagement, where they just basically spend a shit ton of money to make influencers feel like the most important people that have ever existed. Bring these influencers onto these like extravagant trips, yeah, and somehow like it works to like boost sales. But anyway, they just had a trip 
to Formula One in Miami, which I think is a which, um, all influencers are just thing. chomping at the bit to get to the Formula One race. No, apparently it's like the new like event. I don't know. We need we need more hobbies as Americans. Um, but it's like a car race. It's like a very fancy. It's like the the liberal elite version of NASCAR, from what I've been told. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like NASCAR, but like very expensive and fancy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Tart invited a slew of influencers to Formula One in Miami. Among them was Bria Jones, a black influencer who, after looking at her like schedule that she got from Tart, saw that she was going home before the actual race and had talked to some of the other influencers that she knew were going and they were staying. And she posted a video, which I believe has since been deleted, sort of musing and and not not accusing because it was true how she felt um which is that tart was treating her differently than other influencers who were white there were sort of two different trips so to speak tier d- tiers of hotel rooms were it sounds like they staggered like, like two different groups of influencers so then entered the founder of tart who posts a reaction video a response video basically saying we wanted to include as many people as possible in this trip and in order to do that we had to do like two waves of influencers um and when we're taking over these fancy villas and whatever like hotels with all these people like you know there are people who are going to get like the biggest room people who were going to get the double room or the queen room or whatever it is not every suite can be presidential exactly and like she was but she in i think sort of making this video just feel like it it felt like she wasn't legitimizing how this influencer felt and long story short they are quote-unquote reevaluating their influencer strategy at tart and at the same time critics have been um criticizing the influencers that are As critics or want to complaining, do complaining being like what the hell you're being treated to a luxury vacation is this not good enough um it you know saying that this feels very entitled to complain that you did not get the presidential suite on this free brand trip that you were gifted so that's that that's what's going on in influencer world thank i thank my lucky stars i am this is not something I ever have to be involved with. <laughs> yeah, thank thank your lucky stars that no one is going to do anything that you tell them to do. Speaking of non-influencers, Beyonce, the celebrity singer, dancer, performer known as Beyonce, uh, posted an Instagram a few weeks, was it? Yeah, on May 16th, that had pictures of her and her daughter in a hair salon And then a little sort of like poem piece of prose that says, how many of you knew my first job was sweeping hair in my mama's salon? Destiny's Child got our start by performing for clients while they were getting their hair done. I didn't know that. I was exposed to so many different kinds of entrepreneurial women in her salon. I saw firsthand the ways we nurture and celebrate hair can directly impact our souls. I watched her heal and be of service to so many women. Having learned so much on my hair journey, I've always dreamed of carrying on her legacy. I can't wait for you to experience what I been creating heart b so all that is to say beyonce is launching hair care hair care now before you get too excited we need to remember unfortunately beyonce has not proven 
herself to be able to move product in a really extensive way. The Ivy Park of it all. I would... Ivy Park was, you know, made headlines a few weeks ago. They decided to shut down that uh, collaboration between Adidas and Beyonce. They said it was like a loss leader for the company, or apparently it was a loss leader for the company, uh, for Adidas. And to me, it just speaks to the fact that, like, Beyonce's social media presence is so highly curated. It's so produced. It's not authentic or real. Like, that's not what she's giving on social media, nor is she pretending to. You know, it's just like these very glossy pictures. There's no captions. Like it's it's this it's this vibe that she's curated. That's not how you can sell product on the internet. Like that's just it. No one that no one can like Kim Kardashian is, you know, gonna make gonna become one of the richest women in the world because of Skims if she isn't already, and she is always hawking it. <laughs> Always talking about new launches. Nick, you, you say that, but, talk but can we talk Lola V for a minute? I mean, when's the last time Jen Aniston was on Instagram? She is on Instagram a lot about Lola V. Oh, is she? Okay, well, but... But also... You know. But we also don't know whether how, like, incredible that brand is doing. It's no, now we covered it in on the, Ulta. we covered it on the pod a few weeks ago. But didn't you tell me it was... Um... It just went into Ulta. We don't know, like, how well it's moving in Ulta. But I just mean that, like... Beyonce, I mean, Jen Aniston is also much more real and internet-y than even... I mean, Beyonce is just... It's very sterile. She doesn't need to be. the bay. That's why the Bay Hive exists. I think the Bay Hive... Agreed, agreed. But she does need to be if she wants to sell products. Like, on a... Because, like, the thing about e-commerce or, like, maybe it's just commerce in general that I feel like a lot of people who start brands or celebrities who want to get into it don't really understand is that... Once you turn on a brand, like you have to, it's like having a baby. You have to feed it every three hours, you know, like you have to monitor it and feed it. And if you don't, like, it's not gonna, it's not gonna survive. Tell that to the Olsons because the row posts on Instagram maybe twice a year and it has nothing to do with the clothes. And I, They're just like, look at this old painting true. you've never seen before. I would venture to guess that the rows. The picture of the Rose finances since its inception, what, 12 years ago, is not one of just like up, 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 up. Really? Up. I disagree. I, I would imagine that... Those bags are impossible you know, I just, to get. Yeah, but who knows how many they're making of them? Who knows whether not that's enough. like supply chain stuff that's like, you know, it's just a scale issue. I just don't... I, I Yes, the Rose obviously very cool and they've been able to sort of like go beyond you know, becoming like a, to really become a luxury brand that said, you know, I don't know if it's like the financial success story that like most people would need or want in order to like continue having a brand. Let's talk about another success story. Can we talk about how Lisa Rinna has infiltrated high fashion via Amelia Gray? Did you see that she just... I was going to say via like V Magazine. She just walked the Versace show. We, can we thought it could never be done amelia gray I, listen I, I i the devil works hard harry hamlin works harder amelia gray works harder this is i mean she has overcome her nepotism to really show that she <laughs> has she <laughs> <laughs> i mean i like there i think 
I mean, I don't really understand. I haven't been to a fashion show, I don't know, probably in like over 10 years. Like, I don't know what it's like. Are there anyone there? Is it just like cameras and influencers, like, you know, paparazzi and influencers? Like, I don't know what the vibe is. Like, is it really like, is the casting more just about a social media moment than it is about like, you know, a concept that the designer has and wants to express? definitely more about who's the guests that they invited to the show than the actual models in the show now. I mean, if you don't yeah. have Devin Lee Carlson at your show, you might as well just cancel she, it. And she's had staying power. Devs? Yeah. You know about Devs. Did you not discover Devs? I, I've worked with her. I've worked with her. She's lovely. Um, she has a very uh, a popular cell phone case company called Wildflower Cases. And you know what they you know what Devs does? They brought they all brought back between Devs and Emma Chamberlain and um, no doubt, Alex Earl. Um, digital cameras, little digital cameras like the ones oh that God. we it's... lugged around to all of our yeah. little frat parties. Which, by the way, you know, want to hear a fun fact? I went to college yeah. with Glenn, with Glenn Powell and somehow did not know. Really? really, he was a year ahead of me in our like brother fraternity, and I just was reminded that last weekend. You would think I would remember Oof. such a shoulda woulda coulda. I know. Um, no, yeah, I saw an Instagram the other day that this Gen Z girl in her like college dorm room being like, I'm obsessed with my flip phone. Like, it's amazing. It's the only thing I take out. And like the pictures give you this like, just like kind of grainy, Vintage. like very low, like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, it's there. It's, it's happening. Like Our version- Gen Z has rediscovered 1990s camera you know digital cameras v1 and they're like this like vibe is like so cool and amazing that's how old we are like the the cool camera photo people when i was growing up were the ones that had the cameras that you had to look down into like you had to set up on an easel (laughs) you know what i mean like (laughs) that you had to like pose for like an hour and a half like like the ones where you had to like put a curtain over your head to like see the picture (laughs) and you had to replace the bulb if it had a flash (laughs) the whole thing the flash every time (laughs) (laughs) and glasses everywhere um yeah no i know maybe i mean listen I feel like Joe Z said this once to me, and I think he was quoting someone else, which is that fashion is cyclical um, every 20 years. And if it happens three times, then it's a trend. Is that what? It's a trend. That was John Fairchild from Women's Wear Daily. But yeah. Um, But yes. So I think that we're like currently obviously in that moment. I mean, Jinkos are back, which... I am really tickled by. Um, I feel like I've seen Justin Bieber on all the like accounts of his closet that I follow. He's like actually worn Jenkos before, which is kind of amazing. Remember those huge wide-legged, of course. like oh, like almost like laughably wide-legged jeans that they would sell at PacSun? But has Haley not been bringing those back for a while? I feel like that's... But now on guys too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good for them. It's. I mean, it's it's amazing, isn't it? I'm, where where have they been lately? I haven't seen Haley since she launched her mango peptide lip glaze. They they're around. Okay, I hope they're I hope they're okay. They're good. God, it's been yeah. A she like long, she like opened London. Right. She opened London. Right. She's been in London uh, for Road. She opened Canada mm-hmm. for Road. Okay, she's been traveling. Um, I <laughs> I also um, I mean, I used to disclaimers. I used to work at Women's Wear Daily, but I think I was like looking online and I saw like Haley Bieber was like the keynote speaker of like business people of the year. And I'm just like, okay, guys. What? Uh, Because it's just like, you know, it's, I feel like it should, you know, it's like, (laughs) 
spit it out. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm. I feel I, like you're I'm, not really I, supporting women right now. I know. I celebrate her, and I honestly celebrate all women. Um, I also think that you know you gotta like as a business person, you have to have seen some shit to like have something to say. Can we talk for a second about? Um, not and, and and listen. It's not like I wish I was that person. I'm not. I don't have the. I don't. I'm not that person either. I'm not. I'm not giving a keynote anytime soon. Well, here's some women in business that I think that we would be remiss not to discuss if we're if we're going to go Holmes. there. Is um, no selling sunset. Oh my god! Have you did you watch? I I, I requested that Nick watch this so that we could discuss uh, this in depth. It is like okay. Can I just tell, can I give a little aside? So when I worked, when I worked in fashion and beauty in New York, into the gloss, that whole stuff, uh, that whole thing, we had a game that we would play when it was like sort of the beginning of street style photography, but not the beginning. It was like the middle of street style photography. And so you had the people who were like the sort of original street style stars. And then you had the people who would put on what I can only describe as like the most insane thing that they could find in their closet and like step out into the middle of like fifth avenue to like try to create this like, like street very style sea moment, of shoes right? like tavi gov, gov, gov. well no they were the original they were the ogs oh, okay, they were okay. sort of originating this thing but then there was like the people who came after who were attempting to sort of like be become mm-hmm. that who uh looked i mean it, it, out of context of new york city fashion of new york fashion week looked completely and utterly insane mm-hmm. And so we would play a game when we would look at the roundups of street style photography, uh, clown or model. <laughs> we had to say whether they look like a clown or a model. And it didn't matter gender, height, any of that stuff, whether you could be a clown or a model. Like you just were either either like the clothes wore you or you wore the clothes okay. was the, kind of the game. When you look at the Oppenheim group team meetings and the camera pans around to these women and these two diminutive petite men petite petite men and you see one looking crazier than the next like one has like literally the wig from california girls katy perry music video (laughs) but has like soaked it in wet look gel and is wearing some sheen monstrosity like My, and then the next person they are, is they wearing, are single-handedly like, <laughs> keeping braid bars in business do you remember getting like invites Literal, to braid yes. bars in like 2015 <laughs> at Bergdorf, yeah no they are and then like one is wearing like the lady gaga bubble dress <laughs> like that she got a good like rental rate He's on. like gotta go show this condo and it is it's like they you know, we always we expect our reality stars the first season to like not kind of get their glam and look together and to not maybe realize how important it is or what type of yeah, glam they very, need like, to like get. Season one the, of a new city on Housewives. Very season yeah. one. We're now season five, I think, on Selling Sunset, and it's jumped the shark. The ladies have gone overboard. They're showing up to. <laughs> There are these pictures. uh, I sent you a meme. There's like three pictures of Megan Fox on the red carpet with like you know these crazy extreme uh, like hairstyles cut out. Yeah, like super deep V to her belly button dresses, and it's like selling sunset brokers going to a broker's open at two p.m. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's like they will literally come in the crazy. It's 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 so it's so funny to watch. My favorite was when Chriselle, who was. That who is the ex 
girlfriend of one of the petite male agency Men. founders, Jason, um, Jason Oppenheim, came in and it was like her kind of like it was the first time they were seeing each other after he got a new girlfriend and she got a new partner and she walks in in this shine Shein pencil skirt that's like leather that and she cannot she cannot go upstairs in this skirt she was like she has to go sideways she was like literally just like shuffling in her little heels like it was the funniest shit like they and it's also like chris shell's whole thing was that she was sort of like wholesome and like from kansas or like she was kind of like dorothy was like her vibe the first few seasons and now she's in like literally like acid they're all trying to be christine quinn she's like in acid green sheen scuba material like sculptural like pants you know like uh skirt suits and they're in full body makeup full body makeup Like they, yes. there's no way they, they're getting um, into they, white the number, How many cans? <laughs> how many cans of Sally Hansen airbrush legs do you think that that cast goes through on a daily basis? <laughs> one per one per leg per person. I it, did you see? There, there's a scene where they're having some sort of argument at like a little dinner party in Palm Springs, and they're doing a lot of hand talking at each other. The mm-hmm. spray tan on the palms <laughs> is so insane. The stain, like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, you guys know you're going to be filmed on television and you're going out into the world with like, yeah. I mean, it is really wild, the, the, the aesthetic decisions that these women are making. And by the way, can I just say the real estate on this season was piss poor. It was the worst season for houses. If I ever but see apparently, that like, fucking they, Manhattan they don't Beach, actually represent those build uh, yeah. If I ever see hear the words of Manhattan them. Beach it's on not, the show ever apparently again. like they're not even really for sale. Like the whole <sighs> thing is completely made up, which is fine. So it's like they just like find a house that allows them to like film in it, I think. I don't think any of it's real. Well, they kept on bringing up Harry Styles this whole season. I felt really bad for him. I'm like, did he approve? Because apparently they had a house that he lived in once on the show. And they were like, oh, it's a Harry Styles property. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. And they're like, he left a hundred pair of shoes. I'm like, that probably wasn't Harry Styles' house then. (laughs) It was like probably that guy who's literally like the crypto scammer who's like on the run from the government. Ooh, who's he? Sam Bankman-Fried? No, no, no. He's not on the run no, anymore. He's he's, he's been found. Um, no, there's like that other guy. I feel like he's a Chinese crypto guy that like maybe he also was apprehended. I don't know. But he's a sneakerhead? I don't know about that. Uh, no, no. I'm just saying that maybe it was like someone who like left in the middle of the night who I wouldn't see. leave 100 pairs of sneakers. I thought maybe it was not, like not PR. Style. I thought like he, he was still getting no, his no, PR no, no, delivered, no, no, no. like his free nope. little. No, no, no. Okay, what else what else is happening? What else have we what else have we missed? The only other article that I would um want to mention because many of our readers have brought it to our attention is an article in Women's Wear Daily from April 27th that uh talked about how Oprah invested in Dr. Barbara Sturm. Okay. Do you want to And guess what? You want to philosophize I'm on gonna, that? I, my com my comment is no comment. I think Oprah has her money in a lot of different things. She has a lot of money. I agree, and I get it. Like a lot of people, you know, a lot of people do a lot of things. I just that doesn't make me think that Barbara Sturm is any less of a interesting person. Oh, the other thing, there have been very many 
eagle-eyed readers and friends of mine who have sent me a certain, this is going to be a blind item, Uh a certain celebrity's new skincare brand that looks suspiciously similar in font, in alignment, in packaging overall to necessary. (gasps) Who? It launched in the last eight weeks, let's say. Last eight weeks. And I will say that literally probably 10 or 15 DMs, texts with screenshots of this brand have been sent Wait, to DM me. DM it to me. DM it to me so I can see. Okay. Well, I can t- I uh, say. I'll say it uh, because I don't want to shame anyone for doing anything, but I'll say it and we'll just bleep it out. <gasps> I haven't heard that name in a while. You use you use that <laughs> word celebrity very liberally there. I, well, I didn't, I didn't want to give too much away. So let's just say celebrity. Very interesting. I think um, you have nothing to worry about, dearest Nick, on that. That's what I say. I say, you know what I say? Haters imitate, or no, what is it? Uh, <laughs> Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Yeah. And I and, and I, feel well, very I have maintained. <laughs> I feel very flattered, and I have maintained for my entire career that if you're someone who comes up with lots of good ideas. You just let them go and you just keep wash on coming up with them. over you. Exactly. It's the people who don't have good ideas who are so protective or mm-hmm. crazy about the ideas mm-hmm. that they have or that they're given or someone tells, like whatever it is. I always find the people who are the most bizarre when it comes to that stuff are the ones who like don't either don't think they have good ideas often or just don't come up with good ideas. They're charlatans. They're fakers. Like, guess what? You can have that. You can have that blank. Okay. You need it. I'm just going to keep on going. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love that, Nick. I, I love that you, you are um, an innovator. You deserve the innovator award. I forget who gives that out, but <laughs> that is yours this year and every year. And I think, thank you. I think what we need to remind the readers about is, the Patreon. The Patreon is alive and kicking at more now than ever. Um, we are posting yes. weekly. Um, and to Nick's point, we don't. We try to keep it pretty posy on on the pod, but we get pretty nasty on the on the Patreon. It's behind a paywall, so that's where you'll find our flops of the week. So these are products that we recommend mm-hmm. that you do never buy. Don't waste your money. Um, and there's going to be other fun stuff. Um, I. Uh, I've taken like a little bit of a hiatus, a little break, um, as I've been living my country life, um, from posting on Instagram. And you've had more time for us. It's, it's, it's a good, it's good for well, us. Well, I was going right? to, I was going to say I've gotten several requests to do an apartment tour and I've been thinking about that. I don't, I don't think I'm going to post it on my public account, but here's what I will do. I'll post it on the Patreon. So if you join, and we have different levels, do we want to talk about the different the new levels of, of our Patreon? No, because you can just find them on our Patreon. Okay. It's patreon.com slash eyewitnessbeauty. And again, we are still ad-free. And so every dollar that you put into our pocket goes into the production and creation of this pod. Not, not into our pocket at all. Not I w- if I wish. Yes. Okay. Here's what we have next. Project of the week, and then... We're out of here. And then we're out. Can I, can I go please, first? Please, My product of the week is the... If 
you know, I'm obviously always um, buying competitive. I'm doing research. I'm buying competitive product, even though I don't work for one brand anymore at this point. Um, I was introduced through a mutual friend to the founders of this uh, quote unquote natural cleaning brand called Koala Eco. They have like, it's, it feels very Australia Encyclopedia Britannica vibes. Um, they have a counter spray, a fruit and vegetable wash, hand soap, dish soap. Uh, they sell it at Airwan and you can buy it on the website. Um, but I love it and I feel okay promoting it because I feel like promoting everything um, and that more is more for everyone. Um, but this is also just very different from home court. It's it's you know the look and feel is very different. It's not sort of going for that beauty luxury aesthetic. Um but this and the scents are much more natural essential oil inspired um eucalyptusy fresh. I love the products. I'm obsessed. Oh, it's cute. They're great. It's really cute. It's uh again, it's like less it's more casual I would say than uh, home court, but I particularly love the multi-purpose kitchen cleaner, which is a spray bottle for your counters. And I think that the fruit and vegetable wash is excellent as well. It's kind of like a, it's a, a kind of light soapy thing with vinegar maybe is what I would say. Anyway, you can go to koalaeco.com. Each of these are $10.99 for 16 ounces or for 24 ounces, it's only $13.90. Koalaeco.com. Really, they're pretty, they're cute, um, and the founders are really sweet, and I really like the products. Yay, we love that. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? Um, I'm going to tell you. My product of the week, um, you might remember I recommended um, a serum from Mary Allen Skincare previously. It's like a moisturizing serum. This week, I am recommending Mary Allen's Elixir C Firming Serum. And it is my vitamin C product that I use daily in the morning before moisturizer and it's made a huge difference in brightening my skin for summer. It's gotten rid of all of my little um, post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation from my little acne spots that I will occasionally pick. Um, it's great. My skin is so bright and lovely, and it's such a great texture. It just it doesn't completely disappear, but it doesn't. Um, it's not offensive. It doesn't interact in a um, negative way with your other products. Uh, it's a orange, creamy serum. It's not liquid. It comes. How up- much does it cost? And like, is it something I can wear every day? Yes, you should use it every day in the morning. And it's one hundred and thirty dollars. I and it's for one fluid ounce. Listen, Mary Allen ain't cheap, but it is chic and fresh and they use all sorts of you know goop goopy goop ingredients um and cool and i highly highly recommend it mary allen skincare looks like she has a lot of new products too congrats to mary allen because i she's killing it and what i heard the the word on the street is she used to develop products for like 
every big brand. This Mary Allen is like apparently a legit like PD, like biatch. So we love her and the products Amazing. are incredible. Okay. That's that. So subscribe to our Patreon. Um, you're not going to regret it this time. <laughs> and uh, also follow our Instagram at eyewitnessbeauty, um, where Annie will be posting more frequently. <laughs> we did have a poll for what our new... We're going to let AI determine our new uh, cover art for our podcast. Oh, if you go on our Patreon, so... you can see all 100 options. There, there you go. We, we have a hundred <laughs> options to choose from. Um, and that's it. Wes Haas is our producer as always. And we adore you and don't mean a single thing that we've said on this podcast that was negative about anyone. No. As a disclaimer. We, we really don't. We love Sports Illustrated and whoever does their casting and we really love yes. Alex Earl and she's done nothing wrong. Well, no, she I might have done something wrong. Earl, she might have done something wrong. She, don't quote me on that. Right. We don't. We don't. We, don't, yes, we exactly. also don't co-sign anything that they've done. But we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we are just terrified people with a podcast. Just trying to get by. Monetized. <laughs> just trying to get by. Um, okay, we will talk to you next week, and we love you like sisters and brothers. Bye now.